Well, hello, darling. Hello there, Edith. Ivy. How are Rose you, Sergeant Matta? <laughs> I am good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. We're just waiting for Stevie P. Well, that's okay. We can wait. He's he's yeah. worth, he's, he's worth, worth it. it. He's yeah. worth it. Yeah. Um, I guess I could do the the uh, greeting. Yes. How do about the that? Greeting. You're so all good right. at that. Um, hello, 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 and welcome to the Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast, where we like to discuss life, love, and the excess of pizza. Today's podcast is a pot duel. It's weed part two. I love weed part two. I yeah, I'm all for it. I'm like, I'm hunkered down. I got my... Well, I kind of ate my snacks already. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here and I was like, let me just go ahead and get started. Hi, Stevie P. Hey. How are things? <laughs> Everything's good. How are you guys? We're doing good. Excellent. I mean, I can't speak for Lauren. <laughs> I'm doing great. I just said hello. I'm kind of uh, uh, in, I'm I'm interested to see where part two takes us. Oh, good, good. Well, you you wouldn't believe, but I had a few people reach out to me about the last podcast, and they made the mention that we didn't say anything about Cheech and Chong movies. Who's they? <laughs> Do I've got to list them out for you? No, didn't, we didn't talk about that. No. Oh. Uh. Uh. No. I. I even pulled them up. I was like, and I didn't realize, you know, because I guess the whole weed—they are the center of the weed universe, apparently, to some people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They are. And we and you didn't know, mention it. I didn't mention Cheech and Chong movies last podcast because I thought it was too obvious with so uh, many other movies that yeah, have that's the easy choice. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's so many movies that aren't really seed weed centric, but have a great weed seed in them, right. seed in them. That I thought that was far more interesting than just coming up with the tried and true Cheech and Chong, although everything they did was hilarious. And oh my god, yeah. you want to know the movie? There were three people that mentioned it to me, and the movie that all three of them mentioned was Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. Up in Smoke. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That is That's the classic the Cheech and Chong. Yep. And uh, I was like, I've never seen a Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> no way. Ever, no ever. Way. No, no. I oh, girl, we're going to have to have a movie night because <laughs> they're just classic stoner movies. They're just silly, stupid stoner movies. And if you're a stoner, you totally relate to every, every you know, almost overboard thing that they accomplish in those movies about being a stoner. 
the well, point is everything's in slow motion is what i've heard it's like <laughs> they are in slow motion and the rest of the world is going yeah yep, you know? yep. So. they are classic 70s stoners with the real droopy eyes and the laid back persona yeah. and the hot boxed car or i should say van and you know, their absolute disregard for the police, uh, <laughs> even though they don't want to get arrested. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. just, they're just, and the way they go about their, uh, um, gosh, I don't want to misspeak what their nationality is. They're Latino. They're Mexicans. They're Mexicans. Yeah. So anyway, you know, the way they go about portraying their Mexican heritage is freaking hilarious. Yeah, they, totally LA. Yes. <laughs> yes. Lexican. Lexican. Yeah. yeah. They are totally LA Chicanos. You That's know. right. Yeah. They truly are. That's awesome. That's okay. Yeah. So I'm all I'm all for that. I mean, you've but, seen Cheech in like a million things by now. Yeah. You know, he's been in tons of grown shit. Cheech. And then Tommy Chong, <laughs> it was in Okay, here, here's here's another bit of trivia for you. Tommy Chong was in my favorite series that ran for 10 years. It was called That 70s Show. Oh, my God. I love That's That right. 70s you Show. That's the right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hands down, my favorite. Um, oh, my God. Yes. The the uh, Sometimes an ensemble cast is put together that just is meant to be together. Do you know what? And yeah. that 70s show cast was perfect. Perfect. You know, so everybody that was in there was Myla Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, Danny Masterson, Laura Prepon, Topher Grace, Wilmer Valderrama, and my favorite as Kitty. The mother. Deborah yes. Joe. Right? Yes. Yeah. She yeah. was hands down. The epitome of a 70s mom. Oh, my God. And just so sweet. And, yes. Oh, come on. Yes. And she would, the way she was with her son, Eric Foreman. Yes. But, but she was very no-nonsense. Like, you knew right away in that series that no one was really getting anything over on Kitty. <laughs> I, don't I like think... the dad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Red. Yeah. Red. Red. Yes. I think the only other dad I like better than him was married with children. What's his oh, name? Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Oh my God, he was a mess. No, I couldn't be married to that. Oh my God, that whole that whole sitcom they could have been high the entire time, and they would. How, how much writing in Hollywood do you think gets done while people are smoking? Oh my God, there's a Most whole a group. You're a yeah exactly Steve most of it. You're a, you're a Disneyphile. You know uh books have been written about Disney and his team of master this is so yes. weird to say it that way animators. Tell me. Animators it- used to get completely tripped out on acid to yeah. open their minds and to have a deeper understanding of their their vision of art and you know the drawing as a cartoon lady what lady lady what 
Fantasia. Yes. Who do you think that was written on? Exactly. If they weren't at least high, I don't know how that (laughs) came out of anybody's brain. Oh my God. So, okay. Another movie. We're talking about writing. Yes. Talking about. So, another movie that I freaking adore is super bad. And. Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill both wrote that. And you know they're the biggest stoners. Yes. Pineapple Express. There you go. Yeah. What was Pineapple Express about? I've never seen it. It was a mystery. No. It was action. Yeah, they got a hold of some uh, they got a hold of some Pineapple Express. It's a weed. uh, It was like really killer shit and they got tied into this whole mobster and cop conspiracy and they got chased and you know it was a buddy movie okay but it was a buddy movie yeah oh totally okay yeah but they're but they're those two like in super bad i mean seriously that you just sit around and you're just smoking the party remember the party yes (laughs) (laughs) i mean and Aren't that they doing was the coke first at time. the party? I can't remember. I don't I remember a lot of weed smoking. Um, it was alcohol and coke. Oh, was it? Yeah. I knew drugs were there, but I yeah. know that Jonah Hill and I know that Seth Rogen both just Seth Rogen talks about the perfect roll, like rolling the perfect joint, and right. you know, he he has an affection. For weed. Jonah yes. Hill, I don't know, but I know that Seth Rogen and doesn't he have his own weed? Stevie? I don't know. I don't know, you but guys? you want to know what I do know? Martha what? Stewart's got her hand in the whole CBD business, thanks to her association to one Snoop Dogg. And I gotta oh. tell you, when when pot and the industry of pot brings in Martha Stewart, you know it's a winning. Yeah, you know you it's know, making money. Right. That right. heifer. She, yeah. She's yeah, and good for, good for Snoop to be a black man who's getting his in, you know. I think so too. I yeah. I love him. I do Can too. I, I, I think all <laughs> these rappers from the 90s as they've gotten older and have shown the world they're just not stupid men who Learn right? how to put a rhyme together. These are some astute businessmen. Oh, they, mm, you he, know, mm, he, know, know. He, knew, he knew Martha earned her street cred from her time in the in prison. That's right. So, I have mad yeah. respect for her. Oh, yeah. So does I the do. black community. She was a scapegoat and they knew it because they know what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. You know, what was it I saw that had Martha Stewart and uh, Snoop in it? They did some video or something. No, Martha and Snoop had a, have a series on, I think it's either VH1 or MTV, and it's called uh, Snoop, Martha and Snoop's Pot Luck Supper. And, oh my god. And it's you know like six it's I think it's like eight or twelve 
shows in a series in a season and i think they've had four or five seasons now and they are a hit they are hysterical and everybody wants to be on with them and everybody from country stars to rappers to hardcore you know because they're so gangster yeah because they are so and martha is a freaking alcoholic and she gets every single person on that show wasted by the time they sit down for dinner everybody's drunk you can tell everybody's already stoned they are laughing and talking (laughs) about food and it is just it's a joy to watch it is just a half hour of pure hedonistic television it is just a joy to watch sounds like good times it I is. think I'm going to have to, I'm writing that down. I'm yep. Martha and Snoop Supper. That is just. Yeah. And she is know. cute as a bug. I mean, if you want to ever see someone who you wouldn't, when you look at Martha Stewart today, look up pictures of her from when she was young. She was a model. She when was hot. She was she beautiful. Was she had a body. <laughs> yep, oh my she God. was beautiful. She was a, an all-American girl with that chestnut-like uh-huh. blonde hair and the green mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah, so she was, yeah. I'm looking up her hotness now. Yeah, she was a really beautiful woman. So, And then she became, she chose to become not the model she had started out to be, but the homemaker she wanted herself to be. Do you know yeah, what I mean? She was hot. Yeah. Oh, hot. yeah. Um, so. uh, what I was going to tell you is when not when when she was, I don't know how old she was, but when I was a little girl, so this would have been, let's say if I was 10, this would have been 40 <laughs> years ago, you know? Right. When I was, she would do all these beautiful foods and Yes. decorations and I just loved all of it. The candle making to the glass blowing to the She was one of the original uh television chef, tablescaper, you know, how to arrange bouquet, you know, bouquets, uh decorating. Right. She was an all around homemaker how to garden how to tend an outside picnic how to make a formal dinner blah she was amazing and they you know they really did scapegoat her all those years ago when they found <laughs> her guilty of insider trading and put her in jail i think she was yeah in but jail how many men like, do that i'm just saying well Sorry, I mean, Stevie. she 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 only <laughs> went to prison for like 18 months but you know she had a federal crime against her so she comes out of prison and she's richer than ever, more famous than ever, more beloved than <laughs> ever. And back on TV, like any everywhere you look, all of a sudden there's Martha Stewart. And oh, by the way, there's Snoop Dogg with her. Snoop Dogg. So, yeah. And that's that. I, that brings us back to Pop because that's what I was going to say is he makes no bones about how high he is and how high he, his guests are. You know what I mean? And so it's right there, blatantly out on cable TV. Do you know what well, I guess mean? Guess what? Um, I'm going to round this about to politics, which I was going to touch base with on anyway. People like him are going to... Like Snoop Dogg? Yeah, sorry. 
you know, I am high. So, <laughs> but now that we're on the same page, yeah, Snoop Dogg, um, it's kind of like desensitizing, mm-hmm. taking the sting out of it for people. Mm-hmm. Like, why are they triggered by it in the first place? Like, why would it bother you if somebody can get their stimulation through an alcoholic beverage? How come right. I can't get my stimulation through my lungs? How come I can't right. have that be? The well, because white men my... haven't learned how to make their billions off of it. As soon as white companies like Philip Morris and the big tobacco company learn how to make their billions off of it, then they'll be the ones lobbying for the federal change of the um where, where is it? It's a class one narcotic. Narcotic? Pot yeah. is like cocaine or crack or methamphetamines or heroin? Really? Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So but until, here's white this. I was... learn, what, until old white powerful men learn how to make their money off of it, they're certainly not going to deregulate it so that people of color who've always been making a way in, right? They're the best horticulturists in the country. But I think so, it goes a little deeper than that. Why do you think that? And it, I agree. It, well, it goes with, maybe that? it goes in tandem, okay? It, it's side by side. It, you can go parallel with, you know, it can have mm-hmm. more than one reason for, right. for happening. So what I'm thinking is back to way way back when which I wasn't even born so I don't I can't talk a whole lot about it but Sean, I mean um, Stevie P's got these posters of these movies that um, what is it like kind of criminalize it and make mm-hmm. it awful mm-hmm. and I guess they made movies about it and like what it does it melts your brain or your Reaper madness or, yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. One of them. And uh, so if you think about it like that, when I started smoking, it opened my mind so I could see shit for what it actually is. Mm-hmm. Instead of the rose colored glasses where I paint everything like a, a sitcom that I watch on CBS where everybody's <laughs> perfect and, you know, nobody's got tooth decay and vaginal dryness and (laughs) all this other stuff right so think about it you're thinking the world is just like you and everything's perfect and it isn't it is not like the when I first smoked I was like wow you know I was just see things start seeing things for what they really were so then when I was sober and I'm walking around, I actually saw it the same way. So it didn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm high or not. I could still see things. Right. So once, once it helped you lift the rose colored glasses thing, you were able to do it to just see things plainly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't, I do like to be stoned along the lines of allowing it to relax me. I don't like to think about anything too heavy or 
deeply while I'm stoned because I will go down that rabbit hole and I don't want to do that. So I really concentrate on, you know, um, like just when I'm high, I want to be relaxed. I want to be deep into the relax of it. The, the let go of my brain to enjoy music, to dance, to laugh, to play with my grandson, to go oh. out for a walk. But to think deeply, <laughs> it's not that I don't allow myself to think deeply, but I've really tried recently to use the moments that I, I choose to be stoned to be. Yeah, there's a time and a place. Right. Really super relaxed. I, that's not what I mean though. Like I don't think about it. It's more like it's just clear. Subconscious. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's not, it's like, I, I still think shit is funny. I will be in the bathroom sitting on the commode and husband's in the next room and I'm just giggling to myself (laughs) and just laughing and he just is like what well I can hear that joke in my head now yeah (laughs) yeah you know the one that's funny (laughs) yeah and you know what else I like and I know your dog Thurston so I'm going to bring Thurston up I like (laughs) I like getting close to my animal when I'm high. I love the connection. Like there's a different connection when when Squirt is my cat. When Squirt sits in my lap and I'm high or not, I love having him uh, allow me to be affectionate with him because you know cats allow you. I you know. don't take from a cat, right? Uh, so, but you know, and when I'm high and we have that connection, I almost feel it like in my bones, like spiritually. Like, wow, I love my cat. Hey, Stevie P. Hello. Yes. I know you have a cat. I do. So, when you smoke, are you spiritually connected to your cat? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I understand what you're saying. You know, it's uh, you appreciate that connection that you have with your with your pet, uh, right? You know, I think when you're when you're high, just you know, you you're more you know aware of it i think right you know right are you saying you don't feel connected to thurston of course he's a good dog he's a fucking asshole (laughs) (laughs) don't say that about you know where he is right now where is he okay so i you know i have the second story and there's two rooms well, here I am with you guys, and he was on the bed, right? And it's almost like he knows it's about to, the podcast is about to start. Right. So he gets down off the bed and goes in the other room. <laughs> Some peace and quiet. He did not want to be involved in our conversation. That's I'm okay. telling you. He's, I'm telling you, he knows he's, I don't know. Right. You're right. When you say spiritually connected, you're right. 
right. that dog and I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even I'll push him away too. He comes over and he gets close to me when I'm eating, and he's like, he just looks at me and he's with his <laughs> eyes. He says, "I know you're gonna give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> so quit resisting. <laughs> just give me my piece already. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's that's strange enough. Our cat Squirt will sit next to Johnny on the couch while we're eating." And Johnny feeds him pieces of meat. If we have chicken or fish or beef, anything, any meat, any protein, Squirt will eat pieces of it. He loves My it. My cat doesn't like human food at all. Really? No, he does. He has no interest. <laughs> no, he when was I'm raised in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hood cat. He's a hood rat, huh? Yeah. I love it. I didn't know cats raised in different neighborhoods. Different, <laughs> hey, uh, look, we got cats with street cred, and then we got yeah. cats that have never been outside their entire life. Yeah, exactly. Squirt, squirt goes out, gets outside the door sometimes, but he only wants to eat grass. And once he's done <laughs> eating grass, he wants back in the safety of his house. So. Right, yeah. Yeah, I had a cat. With uh, her name was McKinley, and she would be the same way. She'd go out like for a few minutes to eat some grass, and then whoosh, right, right back, back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. She was sweet. So, where is the a place where you've been together? I because I know you and Stevie P are friends. Yeah. You know, we're together, whatever. Where you were high, and being high there had you just having so much fun, like you were having so much fun being at that venue and being high. Oh like, my God. That's, there's a few, but there's one in particular on my mind, Stevie P on the count of three, one, two, three, Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Disney world, but. Oh, yeah, Puerto Rico was cool too. Yeah, but the cool thing about Puerto Rico was we we actually while we were there, we had a was it a three-wheeler? I can't remember. It was a motorcycle something. We had a scooter, I a think. A scooter. Yeah, and we were out on the island and I think we were driving on the French side. And uh, you're thinking about uh, another place. Puerto Rico is just Puerto Rico. Oh, well, no. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. That was the trip, I think. Right. We did have a four wheeler. Yeah. In, in, where you're talking about. Where was that? I thought that was um... St. Martin. Yeah, it might have been St. Martin. Yeah. So Whoever. It sounds like fun. You guys, you guys oh, travel. Yeah, and then there was Georgia, and I thought, I didn't, I was thinking Disney's like home to me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, traveling. I yeah, I don't think it's traveling. I was thinking right. like uh, travel, travel. I see. You know, and Puerto Rico is out of the country, kind of. Right. I so I don't think of being in the United States as traveling. I do. I do. You anywhere know? out, anywhere really out of my state do you know what i mean or out of 
even out of central Florida, I consider traveling. Like when I went and took care of my client's house in the Keys, that was a seven hour drive. That's traveling to me. Did you smoke then? No, mm -mm, because I was, first of all, I was driving to a house on an actual barrier key at, you know, oh, dark 30. So it was really, you know, I couldn't, I would have been scared trying to figure out how to get yeah. that little torch key if I was not sober. So, and then I just don't feel right ever doing that in my clients' houses. They trust me to be in their houses sober and make sure that works. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everything. Not in your, so. yeah. I would never think that I went to the keys and a friend of mine was driving and I think, I can't remember if this was like one of the first times that I'd really like smoked around this person, but I smoked all the way down to the keys <laughs> and all the way back. Yeah. No, I, 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 I think the, my favorite place ever where I just being high made it so much more, um, I don't know, not just open. Like my, my daughter, myself and my best friend and family member, Brian all went to Amsterdam and we went to the North sea and we went to the Hague and we saw castles and we saw, we went all around Amsterdam. We went to the red light district and we went to all the old, you know, the oldest, most, you know, well-known cafe, uh, pot cafes and tea houses. I mean, we had a blast and we walked wow. and walked and walked and walked and we're stoned because you could just smoke out. And do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. illegal. So we all just walked around with joints and stay high all day and enjoyed ourselves. And that this, sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, it was amazing mm. to be in the King's courtyard in the middle of the square and see the churches. And I mean, there are buildings that have dates on them that they were built in 1509. What? Yeah. <gasps> oh my I'll have to gosh. show you some of my pictures. I have tons of pictures. I'll have to show you some of my pictures on my phone from one over there. It was, oh, went to the, went to the tulip fields and you get up on an old windmill and you look out the observation deck. And when I say as far as I can see to the horizon line, it is just rows and rows and rows of tulips. The most oh beautiful, like, kaleidoscope of color on the ground you've ever seen. It's just beautiful. How long were you there? Um, Ten days. Wow. What? Yeah. And we went, like I said, we went to the North Sea and we went to the Hague and we walked around uh, the border area of Amsterdam and Germany and their... We were unable to get to these specific castles, but you could see the castles in the in the far ground and people would walk out to where we could walk out and then the road disappeared. And we, you know, everybody was out there kind of taking pictures. Yeah, they had some kind of issue between Amsterdam and Germany about how many people crossed the border to just go see the castle, but you know, people aren't thinking about a border. Do you know what I mean? And From there's the no states anyway, yeah. Right. And there's no like official crossing right there. It's just a road that leads to a castle. 
And so Germany came in and tore the road out. Oh, shit. Right. And, and, and I, you know, Amsterdam is a pretty laid back pace. The Dutch lands are pretty laid back anyways. Uh, Scandinavia and Switzerland and Iceland, they're all pretty laid back uh, places. And Germany was like, look, it's not forever. We just have to figure out how to deal with this actual border crossing. This is the, the you know, this is a border and people right. are just walking, you know, walking over it. And so, but at the time we were there, the road was gone. So tourists would walk to the end of where the road was and stop and take pictures of the castle in the background. But right there in Amsterdam, when you're in the city, you know, proper, there, the king's castle is there. The king of of Denmark's castle is there. So you Did go, you go into, to the Heineken Brewery. We went everywhere. We went to the Heineken Brewery and the diamond mines and the diamond showrooms. And Whoa. Got, yeah, we went to Anne Frank. Uh, we went to the Wax Museum, which was really cool. Um, it had so many uh, wax. It was crazy. <laughs> Just, uh-huh. We walked through that forever it was it was crazy some of them are spot on and some of them are just really not good but for the most was there any weed festivals lots (laughs) lots and lots and lots just like everywhere and it's not that it's open for sale out in the road but you can be out front of your cafe talking about it to get people to come in so you kind of have, oh. a, right, you, so, you know, and everywhere you go in Amsterdam are uh, cafes, are marijuana. Coffee shops. Yeah, coffee shops. They have to sell something else other than just marijuana. So most of them sell uh, tea and coffee and some of them edibles. have beer and edibles. Like, and, yeah. 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 So, and people do sit in there and smoke. I'm not saying they don't. They sure do. They fill those places, and they're comfortable. A lot of them are very comfortable places, you know, to yeah, hang out, to chill. Yeah, to chill and hang out. But we, being the tourist tourists that we were, we'd get our stuff, sit down for a little while, have a coffee and some bread and butter and <laughs> roll joints and get up. Yep, get up and start looking around because there was so much to see so much to see yeah you didn't want to sit for too long no didn't want to sit wanted to go and look so oh man i love that i do kind of we uh i I took i took a trip to new mexico to see my father and on the way that was you know i totally forgot what i was gonna say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had a story there and damn if it didn't just leave my head. New Mexico is cool when you're high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I was high the whole time I was there. Yeah. I have been out west, but I have not been out west. Like I haven't been a tourist out west. I've been to San Diego for a wedding, but I was only there for a couple of days for the wedding. Do you know what I mean? And I've been to L.A. where a friend of mine lives and we met there with another girlfriend and had a little like reunion for four days. But we were only in her little town. Do you know what I mean? We right. Didn't right. So I, I've and I, I 
I've been to Colorado when I was a child, but not since then. And I spent overnight in Seattle, Washington and saw nothing, you know, and finally got my flight and flew back to Florida. So well, I so, recommend it. Seattle? No, I mean, just the, the West. Oh, you like the West. Oh, yeah, it's great out there. Well, didn't you take a ride, Stevie P, across the country and weren't you smoking the entire time? Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I took a little trip and spent some time out west, and it was really, I did it solo. So, you know, it was a, there was a lot of reflection going Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was beautiful country. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the Rocky Mountains are a wonder. And Mm. geologically, that whole part of our country is so unique and, beautiful i i recommend it i mean if you just just pick a spot say i'm gonna go to the grand canyon right the trip itself i mean let's say you fly into the airport and drive to the direct grand canyon that will be uh, an experience you would remember forever right oh i think so too yeah but i recommend it yeah it's just so beautiful out there so yellowstone i got a question Mm. for you stevie p when you were out riding across the country and you were camping, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, how'd you keep your butt clean? <laughs> you mean like really seriously? How did you do it? Yeah, I want to know. I'm just curious. It's like, you know, that's one area. <laughs> you know, you you don't want to let it go too long. Why so... would he have to? <laughs> uh, well, I've stayed in a lot of national parks, and believe it or not, those parks have showers. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a towel, so I, you know, the butt it wasn't really that much of an issue. <laughs> <laughs> If nothing else, there are truck stops along the way. Yeah, you, you know, but I don't want to. It's like you, you're friends with somebody, and you don't want to picture them. <laughs> Cleaning their up, butt? No, backed up to the sink. <laughs> wow! <laughs> what the fuck? You have had one charmed life, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) You cleaning your ass out of the fucking sink (laughs) is golden. That's such a... Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever done that. I'm sorry. Have you? Of course she has. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my I'm in tears over here. I'm just oh my god. That's where your mind goes. Yeah, that's where her <laughs> mind goes. You can always expect the unexpected from her. Uh, uh, which oh is what god. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an idiot. 
Oh God, guys, I am. Oh my God. Phew. Okay, bringing it back. Bringing it back. Okay, somebody talk about their mother. <laughs> so no, I want to bring up another movie. Okay. Have any? Have either of one of you seen Dude? Where's my car? It's been many years. Yes, many years. So that was one of the first movies like of that nature that I ever watched with my kids. And Anthony, my son Anthony, he didn't care. He just laughed and thought it was all hysterical and looked at me and said, I've done that. Do you know? <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, at least it's hot, not alcohol. And on we went. And yeah. so, but, but my daughter, Claire, had a little bit of an issue kind of allowing herself to relate at first because she was a little embarrassed to, for me to know that, you know, she was smoking pot and, and I think it was one of the easiest parts of raising my kids uh, honest about pot and, you know, marijuana over alcohol for sure is that we never had any awkward moments once you got lucky. Yeah. You know, once they were old enough to understand, you know, understand the legality of it, I didn't even care if they smoked at home as long as they understood, you know, don't get me in trouble. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or yourselves. Right. Or yourselves. Exactly. Right. So, and that, you know, and that was pretty much it. I mean, we, from that point on, we all kind of move forward and I still get high with my adult children. And I think it really, I mean, I haven't for a long time. We just haven't, they're older now. And so we don't have that much <clears throat> chance to say except for me and my daughter, but I don't like to be higher on my grandson. So, right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a little bit different how often, but we still do occasionally. And it's, I think it is so much better than being drunk with your family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kinder, totally. maybe. You know, yeah. it's more, I think it's more loving. Like you connect Chill. with your cat. Yes. Why wouldn't you connect with your kids? And here's the other thing Indians would do it all the time. And yes. It, American and I mean, Indians. American Indians and India in Indians. There's even a festival in India one day a year where it's not criminalized and the whole country, I think, or Nepal, something like that. And they all, they celebrate all day long. It's just a shame. Cook with it. It's and just they, a shame that it's been criminalized the way it has. It's a, it's a damn shame. Well, it was like I was saying earlier. The it makes you more aware, and I believe, I believe that they don't want people aware. They don't want people woke and understanding how manipulated and triangulated they are by advertising and media and I mean all kinds of media news is the worst one channel is trying to out mesmerize another you know channel they're just trying to suck as much money from those little consumer brains 
yeah. as much as they can. At my house, we don't have commercials on anything. Well, see, that is, that is so, I envy you because if you watch any kind of regular television, any regular cable, any, right, right. you are bombarded by advertising. Yeah. And when I say easily, in between programming, if there are 13 commercials, yeah. six of them are pharmaceutical commercials, I'm, I'm going on the light side because I don't want to seem exaggerative. All right. you are bombarded with is lawyers and pharmaceuticals. <laughs> lawyers and pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Every yeah. other commercial is... And junk food and fast food, mm -hmm. fast food, fast food, fast food, fast food. Here's, here's the thing, too. It's like these poor people, they don't realize. Look. And, and look at all the flyers you get in your mail, right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. is trying. I don't look at them anymore because I'm trying to grow my money. Right. And when you grow your money, you have to get away the philosophy is get away from everything that whispers to you, you need it. Right. Don't go out your, don't go outside of yourself for what you need. Stay within yourself. Right. So I try to, I'm like, I try to recognize things too, like a car wash. Well, my husband bought me this thing so I could wash my car do I really need to take my car to the car wash or do I need to make time and wash my car myself? Right. And save it's $30 a month. Right. You know, that's up. Yeah. Yeah. And then my hair, you know, they, they talk about hair products and your hair needs this, this, and this, and this. Well, I've been coloring my hair for 30 plus years mm -hmm. I don't need this shit I need to mm -hmm. grow my hair out right oh the most freeing thing I ever did miss yep. the $200 most $200 a month I'll be putting back into my pocket I love my gray and black hair I love it yeah. people people come up to me and all the time men and women and they're like if my gray hair looked like that well you won't know until you let it grow out and you right. can always recolor it if you don't like right. it. Right. That's what what, what does doing. it cost you to, to grow it out? Just grow it. And you don't even have to grow it out the whole way. You'll know by the time you've grown three or four inches of your natural color out if you like what your hair is doing. I do. do. I, mean? I like it. I like it. Right. I'm good with I it. It's the most freeing thing I've ever done. I love my hair. I love what not coloring has done to my hair. It smoothed it out. It defrizzed it to stop, you know. Well, you see what I'm saying, though. Do you see how all of this money adds up? Yes. The they keep us poor. They yeah. keep us poor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, all of those flyers that come to the house, I throw them out. My right. computer, even my Amazon account, my, I got it fixed where I don't, Amazon doesn't show up on my Google <laughs> to sell me something that I looked for. Right. It's super cool. You can do that where right. you don't 
have to see that stuff. Right. They're filtered out. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. but you've got to like figure it out. And I did yeah. it while I was high. <laughs> it's On like accident. it makes me smarter. <laughs> what did you say, Stevie? I didn't say anything. I heard you. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> Sergeant Matta, yes. go over there and kick his ass. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> I'm old. I'm 58 years old. I don't hit people anymore. Oh, Try to hurt right. my family, maybe, but not just go hit somebody anymore. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Uh, but I, you know what? In the old days, I would. That's how much I love you. Yeah, and Edith is like the mob boss. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, putting out hits on. Go kick his ass. Go break his kneecaps. <laughs> she gets this odd kind of loyalty in her friends. <laughs> As I'm sitting here smoking my cigar. Oh, good for you. Like a good mob boss should. Yeah. I do not care for cigars. I tried when the whole cigar bar, you know, groove daddy kind of lounge vibe was going on in the early 2000s. And oh my God, I just hated them so much. Yeah, they ain't all that. I no. couldn't do it. I was not down with it. I wasn't either. Not for everybody. It wasn't no. a real, it, I don't feel like it took as it's here's the thing with cigars from a from a <coughs> medical personnel perspective right mm -hmm. we had more bloated mind you they were in their 40s bloated cigarette smoking alcoholic men and we would see them in the doctor's office and i would see them because i was a home health care nurse so I would see them at their house too. And they all made the same excuse. <laughs> hey, I just don't know what's wrong. Right. You know? Yeah. And I, I, for me, it's like, how do you not know? Right. Unless you just, it doesn't yep. fit your perspective. So you yep. ignore it. Yep. Denial. Yeah. Yep. And it's and and that is the one thing I will say is <laughs> it's nice getting older. I don't have the luxury of denial anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's not I really easy. Don't. No, I don't. You don't. You have to look at things plainly. Yeah. You know what your next moves, you know, are strategically and blah blah blah. And when I do put my mind to that. I I do like to be sober when I think about the future. However, when I'm high and I think about the future, I don't get a bad feeling. I don't feel like all is lost and there can be no hope. And I appreciate that because I I think that sometimes when I'm high, I'm in touch with a deeper feeling. Yeah. about the future than I am when I'm sober. And since I have been staying away, bringing it back around to your comment about news, Miss, Miss Kim or Edith, uh -huh. uh, is that I um, don't watch it either anymore. I, I don't, I try not to read about it. 
Um, I like yeah. to know what the Biden administration is achieving, but I try to stay away from all other central, uh, you know, sensationalized news. And I listen to NPR in my car. <laughs> That's about it. Right. And, and from yeah. here, here's the perspective I'm looking at is that there was a series with, um, Oh God, what was his name? Shit. There was a, it was a political series on net Netflix, Mr. President or, um, had Kevin Spacey. No. Mm-hmm. And it showed you just how uh, manipulative. Mm-hmm. Washington is because mm-hmm. if you are getting news, you're getting it because you're sleeping with somebody, right? And you're getting what they are feeding you, right? It doesn't necessarily mean you're getting the truth, correct? And this is what is wrong with the planet it's like, what makes you think? The news you're hearing is coming from a, like, look, I grew up with some of the best newsmen. I mean, talk about integrity. They didn't sleep. uh, Walter Cronkite, okay? Didn't sleep around, had integrity, that kind of thing. Now, think about all the narcissists that are in Washington right now just fucking each other over and lying and manipulating and so what makes you think your news I don't care where you get it if the person's sitting right next to you is the truth (laughs) I I read a really interesting article Okay. I don't know. I think about maybe eight, nine months ago about how certain things about a, a news broadcast are geared towards a person's not even necessarily political bend. Like, yeah. it, so basically, the report was along the lines of. People who get high watch news like uh, and and MSNBC and CNN, right? And people who like to get really drunk <laughs> watch things like Fox <laughs> and listen to things like Breitbart. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and the the article went along the lines of saying how the difference between having alcohol in your system makes your emotional reactions flow. Yes. And how being high makes your emotional reactions go in what direction. Right. Do you know what I mean? It was a very interesting article in the line of, I, I appreciate so many mainstream psychologists and people who want to be knowledgeable of how marijuana really affects us, you know, are willing to put their names on reputable investigations because I think there's really something to that when I know a lot of drunk yahoos who watch Fox News I know a lot of really high intellectualists can I can I give perspective on that 
Of course. Okay. So you're absolutely right there. And, and we talk about it in the medical world. Like if you have a coronary, uh, if you have CHF or you have some kind of a heart heart issue, right. like where you would have a heart attack or something like that. I mean, you've had two heart attacks. Well, your doctor's going to tell you cut the news out of your life. You know why? Because it keeps the um, human mind in a state of fight or flight. Because Uh if you're in terror, if you're constantly in this state of it, the news causes depression. Do you know how many people suffer from depression? Uh it's all from watching TV, but can you sit there and tell somebody that? No, because their mind can't, they're not deep enough to wrap around the science of that statement. Stress. Yeah. It's all stress, but they can't, they're like, oh no, not my news. I've been watching news since because it's I not was news, 20 it's years entertainment. Old. Exactly. The, it, they're it, not they're just reading a script. It's there's no meat to it. Right. Anymore. Right. <laughs> there's no integrity like there was. But you see what I'm saying? Yes. And do you know what would help with that stress and anxiety? Smoking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well you two it's that time it's the bewitching hour i thank you thank you for hanging out and um, cvp good to talk with you again same same all right until next time thank you for listening to naked onion mystery tours bye guys bye